unto him. Amen. Let's stand and give him praise today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
lift your name. We thank you, Father. Oh, I was buried beneath my shame.
on, somebody give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Hallelujah. Hey, we're going to have the kids come on down, if you will. Let's just come on down. Oh, come on. Hey, kiddos, look at them all back there. Look what you guys did. You mothers have been fruitful. Come on down here, guys, right down here. <laughs> They're looking at it, rolling in. Come on, sissy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know we got some special gifts to give out this morning. Amen. You guys just come right in here. Let's huddle right in here with me. Come right in here. Huddle right in here. Right in here. Right in here. Come on. Right in here. We got to kind of, we got to do like a little football huddle here. Shh. We aren't going to tell anybody what we're going to talk about, okay? Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for our children. We thank you for the love that they have. Such bright, smiling faces this morning, and we are just grateful for them. We ask you to bless them now, right now, as they go take care of the things that they want to take care of to bless their mommies. We speak a blessing over them in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Okay, you guys can head out that way right there. Thank you so very much. Hallelujah. Let's worship the Lord this morning. Amen. Well, look at the little crop of children we got this morning. We want to thank all the moms that are bringing them babies in here today. Amen. We appreciate that. We're going to take good care of them. Let's bless the Lord this morning in worship.
I believe there's somebody here with us this morning that's just been really struggling and that probably could be all of us but especially I believe that God is is just wanting to let you know that he is the same God Jesus said I am the same yesterday today and forever the miracles that were taking place that were performed that we read about in the Old Testament it's the same God that performs the miracles today just close your eyes a moment and and I just want you to know I want you to begin to feel his presence this morning just begin to know that the situation that you're up against is not an impossible situation it may look impossible and there's some hurts and pains I I hear the Lord say that I just want to touch those I want to begin to relieve those that you're in the right place you've come to the right place you're at the right time for this right moment God says I want to just begin to relieve you of that pain I want to relieve you of that pain I hear the Lord saying that it's it's about it's about that pain no longer having control over you so I pray right now for that deep-rooted pain that can come through loving people, loving others, loving yourself. I pray for that deep-rooted pain. Let's just begin to believe again. Let's just begin to believe again. Let's believe tomorrow, even this afternoon, is going to be better than this morning. Let's believe that they're going to build. God is building day upon day upon day upon brick upon brick upon brick upon faith upon faith upon faith upon glory upon glory upon glory that he's building those things this morning. He's building those things in us and for us. Just begin to receive that right now. Just begin to receive that. Just begin to let God work this morning. You see that we, we view this all the time. We see it in our minds. And sometimes we see the destruction. But I'm here to tell you there is a redemption. There is a rebuilding. There is a restoring that God is doing. There's been some deep-rooted pains. And you know what they are. And you've, you've been afraid to just give them to God. Are you ready to give them to him today? You've held it. You've kept it captive. You've got it locked up and it's hidden away. And there's times that you bring it out and deal with it. That God's wanting to deal with it now so it won't have that effect and hold upon you. As they sing this song, as they go through this song, again, I'm just... I'm going to be up here and Shelly's going to be up here and, and we're, going to, we're going to offer prayer. If you want prayer, let us just begin to pray for you for some of those situations and circumstances. And let's let God be God this morning. The Word of God says, The prayers of a righteous man availeth much. I'm not righteous because of what I do. I'm righteous because of who Jesus is in my life. And that makes me in right relationship with him. So we want to pray for you this morning. So if that's you, come on up and let us pray for you.
anybody else? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to pray. What we experienced this morning was some things just beginning to lift off. Jesus said this. He said that my burden is light and my yoke is easy. I just know me personally, sometimes when I get walking around with heavy stuff, it seems like, and it's, I bring it in, and Shelly's like, what are you dealing with? You know, it's like th- those things. We, we know that we're dealing and we're carrying our stuff and not his stuff. So I want to just pray for each and every one of us this morning. Let's just pray. word of God says that his burden is light his yoke is easy and we just get walking around carrying around our burdens and burdens of others we can have borrowed burdens we we hear about an issue or situation and then we just carry that and it's been weighing us down and I'm just speaking right now in the name of Jesus that those burdens have to go in Jesus name I just, I saw almost like, you know, a big heavy, uh, you know, those lead blankets they put on you when you're in the dentist's office or whatever, and you, and they put that thing on you, and it's, it's to block the radiation and all that stuff, but it's almost like that's being removed, and some of you have been walking around with that thing for a long time, and today it's being removed. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I said, today it's being removed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, let's give him a hand clap of praise. Hey, turn to somebody and, and t- tell them they're glad you're here. Let's take a moment and meet and greet one another. Glad you're here, that they're here. Glad you're here. Let's meet and greet one another today for Mother's Day in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord.
grab that one more handshake, hug one more neck, and let's work our way back. As you're working your way back and we're preparing your tithe and offering for uh, for today, let's remember the uh, the pledges to the Hope Center. And when we come forward with the, the regular tithe and offering, go ahead and bring those forward. Just write on the envelope or on the check that it's for the, the hunger strike or for the Hope Center, and we'll make sure it gets to the right place. You can make it to LWF. Just put the little memo down there for us, and we'll uh, we'll take care of it. The last song and this scripture go together really well. Right now, seems like we are. Uh, we're. I don't want to use the word attacked, but it sure seems like what it is. Yesterday at Walmart, when I got up to the uh, register and started paying for those goods, it seemed like I was under attack. Stopped and got gas. Seems like everywhere we turn. We're, uh, we're being assaulted, but who is it that we are? So I'll indulge me here for 13, vo- 13 verses, and this is, this is what we should always keep in the forefront of our mind as to who we are and how we walk. Even in the, in the public square right now, when we voice who it is that we are, we've got five Supreme Court justices right now that are being assaulted unmercifully for a stance that we've been praying for for 50 years. They need our prayers. But this, this is how we stand and how we walk. Now it shall be if you diligently listen to and obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commands, which I am commanding you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you pay attention to the voice of the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city, and you will be blessed in the field. Mothers, this verse is for you. The offspring of your body and the produce of your ground and the offspring of your animals and the offspring of your herd and the young and your flock will be blessed. Your basket and your kneading bowl will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in, and you will be blessed when you go out. The Lord will cause the enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will, come, they will come out against you one way, but flee from you in seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing upon you in your storehouses and in all that you undertake. And he, and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. The Lord will establish you as a people holy and set apart to himself, just as he has sworn to you. If you keep his commands, if you keep the commands of the Lord your God and walk, that is, live your life each and every day in his ways. So all the people of the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they will be afraid of you. The Lord will give you great prosperity in the offspring of your body and in the offspring of your livestock and the produce of your ground in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open for you his good treasure house the heavens to give you rain to to your land in its seasons and to bless all the work of your hand. 
and you will lead many nations, but you will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. The Lord will make you the head, the leader, and not the tail or the follower, and you will only and you will be above only, and you will not be beneath. If you listen and pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God, which I am commanding you today, to observe them carefully. Then I think he covered every single aspect of our life. Every single aspect of our life is blessed because the Lord commanded it. He commands the blessing to pursue you. So as you're preparing your tithe and your offering, stand to your feet. Father, we come before you now and we thank you, Lord, for all of these blessings that you have promised us in your word. That through the power of your name, they are ours. We come now knowing that we are blessed in the offspring. We are blessed in the fruit of our fields. We are blessed with the abundant rains to bring forth, Lord God, your grace. Father, most of all, we know that we are in you, a holy people set apart to yourself. And we give you the praise for this all. In Jesus' name, amen. Moms are all on a journey, and every path is unique to them. There are a million things for her to do, but none more important than introducing them to the beauty and wonder of God's creation. There's no one else in the world like her, and God made it that way. She's been through years of joy and heartache, and her stories are sacred, precious, and holy. She's poured out her life into her children and grandchildren, 
There's no one else in the world like her, and God made it that way. Most of the time, they remember what you've taught them. But then other times, they need a not-so-gentle reminder that boundaries are a part of love. There's no one else in the world like her. And God made it that way. Giving birth to her own children didn't play out like she thought it would. And while there have been many dark days, this day is providing more light than she knows what to do with. There's no one else in the world like her, and God made it that way. her firstborn son and even though people might feel sorry for her there's nothing she'd change about her situation or about the gift he is to her there's no one else in the world like her and God made it that way every mom is unique and beautiful and our prayer today is that all mothers would allow God's truth to pour over you that there really is no one else in the world quite like you, and that God himself really made it that way. So be blessed and be honored. Continue to shine the love of Christ into the places where your family needs it the most. Happy Mother's Day. And God made it that way. Happy Mother's Day, Mother. I saw a lot of in, lot of you in that, that the love that you have and how you give. So love today and Mother's Day today is not just about just young mothers. It's about grandmothers also or great-grandmothers, can I put it that way? So... Trying to think how I'm going to give this to you. The world wants to redefine mothers. And mothers are important and mothers are unique. And it's very important for us to go back and take a look at where mothers were created from. The original first mother was Eve. But you know that she was not born from a woman. <laughs> She was made from the side of Adam. Are you with me? And I began to start thinking about that and how, how Eve began to start a lot of these things that we see that, that, that are taking place in the DNA of mothers. So she was born next to Adam's heart because whether it's the rib or the side of the man, in the Hebrew it's like the side of the man. She came from the side of the man and and how many of you know it wasn't from the top of the man so she could rule over him? And it wasn't from the bottom of the man's feet, come on, so that he could trample over her. 
It was from the side of the man, so it would be about the heart. Everybody says about the heart. So I want to talk a little bit today about mighty mothers. I like the sound of that. Let's say that with me. Mighty mothers. Come on, everybody. Mighty mothers. So I don't know about you and, and, and the relationships that you've had, and it's Mother's Day and Father's Day, and a lot of these holidays can be very difficult to have because depending on your experiences is what you base that on. And I base mine off an experience. I did have a mother in the home. I did have um, a mother that was active in my life. I did have a mother that was strict. I have a mother that was disciplined. I had a mother that had a three-foot yardstick about that thick, and she would chase us through the house with it. Come on, somebody. So sometimes if you didn't have a mother or the mother was absentee or your mother had passed on or just wasn't around or wasn't involved, sometimes we can think about that being motherhood. But I want to take you back into the Word of God and I want to look at some of these mothers because I had a mother. Of course, I was the youngest of five, all right? Do I have any babies in the family around here? You've got a few babies. Yeah, that's us. Yeah. So I'm the youngest of five and everything... Amber, everything that I tried to get away with, my brother and three sisters had already tried to do. So I would go into the living room and I'd do something and mother would say, get out of that. I'm like, how did she know? You know, and I didn't know the whole time, most of the time. And then my brothers and sisters are like, come on, Eric. What do you mean, how did she know? Bonnie did it and then Cindy did it and then Lori did it and Jeff got caught with it. You think it was the first time you did it? <laughs> I began to look at the Word of God, and I began to start thinking about mothers, and I thought, what can I tell you about mothers that, that most of us don't already know? And then I started looking into the Word of God, and I thought about the mighty mothers in the Bible. So let's just go on a little journey with me, because I want to share with you this Mother's Day of what I really feel like that mothers are made of. Made of tough stuff. Mothers are made. So we're going to talk a little bit about mighty mothers. The first thing that I want to know, want you to know is that mothers love deeply. Mothers love deeply. We've been ministering for 24 years and pastoring for 24 years. And, and one thing I know is that mothers love deeply. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 22 says, We are to love one another from the heart. We're to love one another from the heart, not just head knowledge, not because we have to, but we love one another from the heart because that's what's in us. And mothers, in that Greek word where it means to love one another, it means intentionally. There's an intentional love that mothers have for us. It means affectionate. It's an affectionate love. And I, and I think it's, 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 a, it's a love that's genuine. Then how many of you know, there are times you can fake love, or you think you're faking love. Well, come on, anybody know what I'm talking about? You think you're faking love, you're not really sure what love really is. But how many of you know, mothers, they can't fake that real love because it's genuine and it's real. And it's that scripture that we are to love one another. So let's take a look at some mighty mothers real quick. Because when I, when I look in the Bible, I, I, you know, I just don't see, you know, a lot of them you see the, 
the, the patriarchs, the, the man of the, of the household or the family, the tribe. And, and then we do, are we looking at the matriarchs? And I love to look at the mothers. And I think about, number one, one mighty mother was Sarah. Everybody say Sarah. Sarah was a mighty mother, and, and, there, and there were some things that she, um, she had to deal with Abraham. I believe, that, uh, I believe that she could put a straight Abraham out. I believe she could. And I believe she also wanted to give Abraham anything he wanted. Hello? But she, she didn't have a child, and she struggled to be able to get a child because in the Hebrew culture, it was, there was a special honor that came with, with having a child. And, and if you didn't have a child, nowadays you would have been bullied because you didn't have a child. And, and nowadays those can be choices that you make, you know, not to have a child yourself. But, but Sarah wanted a child, and God says, you're going to have a child. And she kind of thought, yeah, right. Don't you know how old I am? <laughs> I don't wish that on anybody, especially if you're, if you're older like she was. I think she's 100 years old or whatever, and she's going to have a, have a child. And, and it was like, a child? And she kind of laughed when, yeah, they, yeah I'm going to have a child. She kind of laughed like, yeah, right. But yet, she was a mother, and she did have a child, and his name was Isaac. And I think about Eve in the very beginning, and you know I shared with you just a moment ago that she was taken from the side of man, and... And she was the mother of Cain. She was the mother of Abel. And we all heard about Cain and Abel, haven't we? Do you know that there's another one? Anybody know what his name is? Seth, yes. So there was Seth also. And, and I thought about the situations that we've gone through. As a mother, Eve watched one son kill the other. Or knew about one son killing the other. And she still had love. She still had that love. And mothers have a, a deep, tremendous love. And, and, and I, can, I can only imagine some of the things that mothers go through and, 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 and have experienced. And that's why I think about the mighty mothers. And another one comes to my recollection is, is Rebecca. Rebecca, the Bible talks about it. She was, she was strong-willed. She was very strong-willed. Of course, I'm, I'm sure being married to Isaac and, and, and being strong-willed with having to, to deal with her mother-in-law. And she was also very beautiful. And she was a servant. And she... When you read about her, she, you can see that she was strong. And that's one of the things that I know about you ladies. I mean, you guys are strong. I mean, no matter how weak you sometimes think you are, you are strong. Especially to giving childbirth, you know. I mean, holy moly, I'm just glad that the ladies got to do that and not the guys. Come on, guys, can I get an amen? You know, it's just like you're strong to be able to do that and to go through that and and, and then, you know, I thought about Bathsheba, and I thought, wow, that relationship with David didn't start too good. But how many of you know Bathsheba experienced the death of a son? And then she still had, I think, five more, four more, five more kids with David. And one of them was Solomon. 
who became king, and he was in the line of the lineage of becoming king. And David had told her that he would become king. She had gone in and talked to him about him becoming king. And then there was another king, another son, Absalom, tried to take the throne. Come on, somebody. And then guess who showed up? I mean, it was Bathsheba. And she was like, he's not supposed to be king. Solomon's supposed to be king. I'd say she's a mighty mother. Strong. She secured the throne with Solomon. What about Jesus' mother, Mary? You think she was a mighty mother? I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, I, I, sometimes we got this idea that, you know, Jesus was probably just, just a good little boy. I, I think he probably threw rocks and probably did some stuff to his brothers and sisters. Come on, he, he did have brothers and sisters, y'all, and the Bible talks about that, and and I think about how strong Mary was, how strong he was at the time of the, the, the wedding in Canaan where he was like, you take care of this problem. <laughs> you take care of this. He's like, Mom, it's not my time yet. <laughs> you better do what I say. <laughs> you think she had that little wag to you? She's like, at all? I told you. <laughs> I tell you about my mom. I, I grew up in a different culture, and, and, and I was around them. Um, uh, some some people from a different culture, and and there were some different people, and 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 I, I mean I was a I was a, a born in upstate New York, and I'm telling you the 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 northern culture, if I could say it this way, the Yankees they, they were raised a little bit different way, and and Mama don't play, you know, and and it was like <laughs> I was I was reading this this article about a different culture, and the guy was like, you know, you know nowadays, you know the kids got people. You get in trouble, your kids, they've got people. Well, I'll call my people. You know, DHS or whoever it is, they, I'll call, I'll call my people. I'm just telling you, it wouldn't be that way with mom. If I went in and mom, I'm going to call my people. She was like, if you get to the phone. <laughs> she would say, I don't think so. And she'd pull out that three-foot yard, three-foot yardstick and say, if you get to the, anybody know what I'm talking about? The phone. And it was a culture that I grew up with, and 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 the dads were absent in absentee in the families, and and it was always about mom. The guys were like, "Mom, mom, I love you, mom. Thank you, mom, mom." This I watch even athletics on on a- athletes on TV, and it's always, "Hi, mom. I want to say hello to mom." I was like, "My mom, where's my mom? What about my mom? What about dad? What about mom? Hi, mom. Thank you, mom." I know one family where the husband wasn't present, and the mom put on the football pads and said, "Let's go out in the backyard." And she would play with her son, and she would, I'm telling you, she would knock him down. And, of course, if I told you his name, you would be, be probably amazed because he's a professional athlete now making quite a bit of money, and guess he's probably taking care of his mama. You guys are mighty mothers. These mothers that I mentioned have overcome some things. They overcame heartache. They overcame pain. They, they, they were strong. They were willing to forgive. Are you with me? Does that sound like you guys? Turn to somebody next to you, the ladies, and say, he's talking about you. You're, he's talking about you. He's talking about you. It's strong. 
strong-willed, but merciful and compassionate, disciplined. Those are mighty mothers. There's, let me give you three ways that I believe that God wants to use mothers. Number one, I believe he wants to use mothers as a protector. Mothers as a protector. They'll, they'll protect their babies. <laughs> one thing we've learned 24 years in, in, in pastoring the church is there's two things you don't mess with. You don't mess with people's money and you don't mess with people's kids. Don't you mess with my little angel. Well, he was a knothead. He just got through putting paint on all the walls in the, in the nursery room. But don't you say nothing about my kid. <laughs> they they want to be a protector. And, and I think that's wonderful. There's something built in them that is protectors, even probably more than dads. And some of you know what I'm talking about. It's like, you know, get, get him, honey, get him. It's, he'll be all right. You know, the mother's telling the, 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 the father to, to get the child because he's standing on the edge of a, a rock or something. You know what I mean? She's like, get him. Don't let him. He's going to fall. He's going to get hurt. And the dad's over there going, you'll be all right. They want to be a protector. Everybody say protector. They want to be a protector. One that, that, that means one that protects. One that, 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 that guides and one that helps. And, and, and I'm thinking about, you know, the other one would probably be a mentor. They, they're, they're mentors. They, mothers are mentors. They want to bring you up. They want to teach and train the children. They, they want to counsel. They want to guide. They want to have conversations with their children. <laughs> I remember years ago I had sat Joel down, and he's not here, so we can't say anything about it. So I, just, I can tell you how it's going to be. So I sat him down and I said, look, he was 16 years old and he was making some choices and they weren't too good choices. I said, look, we're going to have a conversation. He's like, Dad, how long is this going to be? I said, this is going to be the rest of your life. I said, Dad, I'm like, yeah, we're going to have a conversation. It's going to be a little now. It'll be a little later. It'll be a little when you get older. It'll be this conversation's not going to end. And Shelly was the protector. Honey, easy. <laughs> Take care of them. Watch out for the kids. Take good care of them. And the mothers are a protector. Not only are, are they a protector, they're a mentor. They want to help guide them. They want to teach them. They want to train them. I mean, uh, Rachel's not here to say anything about this, but I mean, when she was in college, she, Shelly was, was helping her every time all night long, usually with her, whenever we needed to. She needed to help her with her college work. Same way with high school. She was, Shelly was there. She was there to, to counsel her and guide her. Not only that mothers can be a protector, but a mentor, but mothers are warriors. There's mothers that are warriors. We were traveling down just this, just this weekend to, uh, or this week to uh, my brother-in-law and his wife, and, and mother warrior was in the back seat praying away. Warrior mom. She's, she was back there praying away, and and, and she's a warrior. She's, she's a prayer warrior. She's, how many of you know a warrior is experienced in warfare? Otherwise, you're just into a little scuffle. But, man, when you get into a, a, a fight with a mother, a mother that is experienced in warfare, I mean, come on. They, 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 they know how to get what they need to get. Can I get an amen from the moms? I mean, that's why, you know, that's why when the Israelites went to move out of Egypt, God didn't take the guys to go back to the Egyptians. He sent the women. 
You go back to them and say, that kid's clothes you got are my clothes. <laughs> Can I get those earrings and that jewelry? That's mine. Just, just put it right here in this bag. Right? Yes. So they're warriors. Everybody say warrior. So why should we honor mothers? Why are we taking a day that we should honor mothers? In Ephesians chapter 6, verses 2 and 3, it says, we know this. It's a, it's a commandment. It's a, it's a law, one of the Ten Commandments. Honor your mother and father. It was the first commandment with a promise, and that, that promise was that, so that things would go well with you. It didn't work too good when I would tell my children, you should honor me. Yeah, right. What's in the Bible, you should do what that says. But when they honor you without you having to tell them to honor you, then it's coming from the right place. He talks a little bit about honoring the mother and the father so it may go well with you and that you will live long on the earth. There is some, there's some blessing attached to honoring mom and dad. That's why we honor mothers today. Do you think it's important for society to honor mothers? Absolutely. First of all, we wouldn't be here without mom. None of us would be. Number five, the next one I want to give you is the sacrificial love of a mother. In Isaiah 49, 15, here's what it says. I found this interesting. Can a woman forget her nursing child and have no compassion on the son of her womb? In other words, can the woman forget her baby? And that'd be no, absolutely not. God was trying to let the Israelites know that God's not going to forget you like a woman would not forget her child. And the Israelites needed to know that God was going to be there and God was going to be faithful and God was going to be involved in the situations in their life. It was also about the love of a mother for an infant is the strongest attachment in nature. The strongest attachment is a mother's love and, and taking care of that child. And a mother's not going to forget her child. Oh, come on, somebody. It doesn't matter. We've seen it where, 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 where children have gotten in trouble and, and spent years or, or months or decades in, in even in a prison situation. And who's still there coming to see that child? It's a mama. The dads are like, well, they'll just get over it. I'll see them when they get out. But a mom, she'll go and she'll be at visitation and she'll come and visit and she'll, no matter what has taken place because that's my baby, that's my boy, that's my daughter, that's my girl and I'm, I'm always going to be there for him. I'm telling you, when Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, I wonder if he was looking at like a mom and saying, I'll never leave you nor forsake you like a mama. Mothers are mighty warriors. Mothers are, are, have a sacrificial love. Mothers will give up everything for them. I know mothers that, that will not eat so their child can eat. Come on, somebody. They won't buy this because their child needs shoes. Or they, they'll, they'll do all these different things because that's what their children need. And God was just trying to let Israel know that just like a mother loves that child, so I love Israel. The another thing I want to give you is there's a faithfulness of mothers. In 2 Timothy, I got accused not too long ago of, of using a lot of scriptures. Anyway, how's that work? 2 Timothy 1.5 is, For I am mindful of the sincere faith 
within you which first dwelt with your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I'm sure it's in you as well. The Apostle Paul was talking about his mentor. He was mentoring Timothy. And there was a, there was a love of his grandmother and his mother. And this, this, there was a faithfulness or a faith that was being passed down from generation to generation. And, and that's what I'm saying. Mamas can pass those things down. And I believe that there is some spiritual things that, that mamas, they're praying mamas. They're standing and believing. There's things that are begin to change. There's things that are going to not take place because of a praying mama. I remember one time. When our, when our children were, were probably out for the night and we aren't sure where exactly they are, that there were times where we were praying for them. But I know Shelly was interceding and praying. And I'm sure Virginia has interceded and prayed for her children and just done that tremendously. You can bring them down here if you will. Lori, you can bring the kids down here. So that's they're, they're, we're watching that faithfulness. And, and even when we pray for the kids, I think about the Timothys that are coming in and, 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 and all of those children that are being blessed in the Lord and that, that can be passed down. I mean, I could talk. If you guys will just kind of grab a seat, just kind of sit down right there on the carpet for me. Oh, my goodness. There you go. There are some gifts they're bringing in for their mamas, those that have been able to here make it. And we're going to give some gifts to the other moms here in just a minute. I mean, I could talk about the Hebrew society and the motherhood was highly regarded and it was, they were highly respected. Mothers were highly respected, y'all. Now we get to a place where it seems like uh, we're in a society that's trying to disrespect everybody for everything, no matter what's going on. And there were women, there were women in, in leading positions. Did you know that Miriam, she was a prophetess. Miriam was, was a, a, a prophetess in the Lord. And what about Deborah? Does anybody remember Deborah? There was in Judges. I mean, Deborah herself, she was a judge. This was a time where Israel didn't have a king, but they had judges. And then Deborah, she was also a prophetess, and she was also a judge. The mother in Israel is what the Bible calls Deborah a mother in Israel. Sarah was called the mother of nations. Think about that, moms. How about Lydia? Some people are like, what about women? Lydia, if you look her up or look in the Bible, she was a, a businesswoman. She sold fine stuff and purple and I like purple. She sold those. You know, but she was she was a businesswoman. She was a businesswoman. So we know that they were highly respected. And we talk about, I want to go back to real quick about um, about the qualities of a mother that she instilled in, in Timothy. Moms are going to instill some things in these children. You're going to be able to instill some things that Pastor Eric's not going to be able to instill in these children. Grandmoms, you're going to be able to instill some things in these children that Pastor Eric's not going to be able to instill in these children. When, when she, they began to re instill respect and honor in Timothy. Respect and honor. How about an authentic faith? Timothy had an authentic faith, and I think about because it came from the grandmothers and the grandfathers, excuse me, and um, excuse me, the grandmothers and the mother. Paul was very clear on that. He was like, look at the faith that you're walking in. It comes from a generational faith that came down from mothers. So do you think we need spiritual mothers? Some, some mothers we have, they may be biological, 
and you may not have children or they may not be around or they've gone home to be with the Lord, whatever may be the case. But how many of you know, do we, have, do we need spiritual mothers? Yeah, we need spiritual mothers. And, and I think about that, even though Eunice and, uh, and, and, and was, a, was, a, was a biological mother, she was a, a spiritual mother that spoke into their lives. What about when these kids get bumps and bruises? Who usually runs to your rescue? <laughs> Moms usually show up. I mean, there's been times where our kids would get hurt, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me kiss your boo-boo. And it's like, no, I want mama. <laughs> they go right past me, even as grandparents. It's like, Papa's here, and they're like, Mimi. And they just go right on past Papa, and they go right to the mother. Mothers have a great love. There's a comfort of a love that God has for mothers. And not only so much that he has that he, he even likens his comfort to the comfort of mothers. Let me give you a scripture. Well, you've already got it put up there. Isaiah 66, 12. It says, as a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. The comfort we receive, the Bible says we're to give others and comfort others with the same comfort that we've received. Wow. God uses the comfort of a mother or grandmother to be able to comfort you. Maybe I should talk about Mary and her great love for Jesus. In Galilee to Bethlehem, Bethlehem to Egypt, back to Bethlehem, from the temple to the cross, God is always going to provide for your mothers. I'm telling you, God provided for Mary. And I look at that, even on the cross, how many of you know God was making provision for the mother? Jesus is on the cross and he looks down at his mother. And can you imagine what she has seen and how her heart was torn? And Mary wasn't far off. I mean, I bet you couldn't get too far away and Mary was around. You know, people talk about the, the missionary journeys that Jesus went on. And I believe that you'll probably find from city to city, he was probably thinking, there's mom. I told her not to come. It's a two days walk and here comes mom. And she was there at the cross, and he, he was at the cross. And, and when, when they saw him, when, when Jesus saw his mother, he turned to the disciples. Anybody know who the other disciple was that he turned to? Yeah, the one that Jesus loved. You know, John. Turned to John and, and standing nearby. And, and he looked at, at his mom, and he said, Mother, behold your son, and son, behold your mother. And it was from that hour on that John took Mary into his household. God wants to make provisions all the time for mothers. He wants to take care of the children, and mothers are a big part of that. Can dads do it on their own? Yeah, sure they can, but it's not easy because these are the characteristics that we see in you mighty women, you mighty mothers. I mean, you guys are so courageous. There are times when, when we're just like, ah, it doesn't matter. And it matters to you, and you're able to step up, and you are so courageous, and you're willing to step in and do the things that, that God wants you to do, but also the things that you know and feel are right. I know somebody that they were like, I don't know, I don't, I don't think I want to do this or do that. And the mom was like, yeah, you're doing it. Yeah, you're doing it. And it was the very thing they needed to really be told. And mom had the courage to do it because you were what? Mighty mothers. 
ladies say, I'm a mighty mother. I'm a mighty mother. You're a mighty mother. You're a mighty grandmother. You're a, you're a mighty mother. And, and God's made you and created you that way. And these kids need the mighty moms. Don't you need your mighty moms? Moms to be mighty? Yeah. And to be able to do that. And we're honoring moms today. Because, man, without a mom, we wouldn't even be here, would we? No. We wouldn't even be here without a mom. All of us. And that's how important the mighty moms are. I want to pray for you mothers, and then we're going to have the kids are going to give each one of you guys a gift. Do you know, you got a special way you want to do this? There you are. Laura, you want to come on up? Let me, let me just pray for you as moms before she gives out some gifts today. Father, first of all, I thank you for mighty, 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 mighty mothers. They're strong and courageous and beautiful and magnificent, faithful. And God, that just seems like they're, they're like the Energizer bunnies. They get up in the morning and they go all day long and, and they take care of things in the homes and their families. And, and God, I just ask, just like the video that we saw, that you, you've made it that way, that you have created them differently from men and god i thank you for these mighty mothers i thank you for their giftings and their talents and i thank you for their abilities and i thank you for them being able to be mighty and we honor them we honor them and we thank you for them right now in jesus name can we give a hand clap to the lord for the moms today good morning i want to share a little bit about what you're going to get these are handmade thumbprint on almost all of them. We may have missed a few, but they are keychain hearts that your kids made for all of you. And you are special to them, whether you're a church mom, whether you're the real mom, foster mom, adopted mom, stepmom. However you are in their life, every one of you have an influence on each one of these children. And we thank you for the blessing of you bringing your children to be a part of us here. And we just pray your day be blessed. And each one of the children are going to come and get one. I want all of the women to stand up. I don't care whether you have children, don't have children. You are a mother to somebody in this church. There are people who look up to you. And we want to honor you, each one, for that. So if you will all stand children all of the women and I want all of you to come over here to Miss Lori line up and I want you to take a heart take the box and go to one of the women and give it to her and remember if Holy Spirit gives you something to share you share it
I'm going to have the kids, if you guys would just come on up here. I've got a prayer that I want to pray, and I want to have you guys help me pray this. Because the Bible says when two come together agreeing on any one thing touching, it will be done for us by our Father which in heaven. And I not only want to pray for you moms that are here, but I believe it's our responsibility to pray for every mom in every home under every situation. So if you guys will, let's... um. Let's just close our eyes and, and just bow our head a minute and let's just let me just pray. And each one of us has a mother and that we've been born by a mother. And Father, today we pray for every mom in every home in every nation. We pray for moms who are busy doing laundry, cleaning house, preparing for meals, everyone in the house. May you experience sanity in the middle of the craziness of your life. We pray for moms who work outside the home. May you experience increased energy and decreased guilt that may be trying to come on because you're not in the home at those times that you feel like you need to be. We pray for you moms. We pray for moms with special needs children. May your energy be replenished knowing that your heavenly reward is great. And that God sees exactly what you're going through. And he'll continue to give you strength. We pray for single moms. May your hope and strength be found in our great God. Who is the father to the fatherless. We pray for expectant moms. May God protect the amazing life growing on the inside of you. We pray for moms struggling to get pregnant. May you experience the love of God in the middle of your intense, uncertain battle. We pray for those moms that have, have passed away, for those that have had moms that's passed away like, like I have. May this day be an, a day of honor. May this day be a day of freedom. May you have fond memories of your mother. God, I thank you for those that are lonely and imperfect and sacrificial people. I thank you, Lord, for making yourself known through mothers that sometimes we may not see Jesus at all, but through the love of a mother, we can get a glimpse into your love and how amazing it is. God, I thank you for the mighty mothers, and I just ask that you continue to bless and strengthen them, that when they get weary from mothering or weary from parenting, that, God, that you continue to give them wisdom and they seek wisdom in your word and your word will bring that wisdom to them. God, I thank you for these moms that have made this tremendous sacrifice and that, God, it won't go unnoticed and that your blessings will continue to be upon their lives and they'll be able to see it and realize it as well as understand it right now in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise today? We thank you for your moms today. Okay, you guys are dismissed. Go love old mama today. Do some good stuff for her. Amen. You guys, if you're here today and you want more prayer, we would love to pray for you. Come and join us and we bless you. Invite somebody next Sunday morning. We'll see you soon. God bless you.